The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by ComBank, committed to being a better bank. Find out more at combank.com.au forward slash better. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Tuesday the 12th of November. In your squeeze today, a state of emergency in New South Wales. The sound of the Olympics no more at the ABC. 1MDB, what it is and what's the latest. And where to go to find a PowerPoint. This is your squeeze today. Starting in New South Wales this morning with Premier Gladys Berejiklian declaring a state of emergency as temperatures today are set to reach the high 30s. That, along with very strong winds and dry conditions, means the bushfire threat to people and homes looms large, Claire. It really does. It sounds like it's going to be a particularly scary day in the north of the state. That emergency warning has been put across uh, the Illawarra and Shoalhaven region, which is just directly south of Sydney, uh, the greater Sydney region. It's the first time there's been this catastrophic warning since those ratings came into place for the Sydney region. Uh, Also the Hunter areas, which isn't that far away from where the fires have been burning in northern New South Wales. Lots of really scary predictions. Long story short, what fire authorities are asking people to do is really get out of the bush, get into areas where there's uh, shopping centres, town centres, those sorts of things to make sure they're safe. Hundreds of schools will also be closed today. The Department of Education website has the full list. What about other parts of the country, specifically focusing on Queensland and also South Australia? Still bad conditions in Queensland. They're expecting worsening conditions a little bit later this week. There's still more than 50 fires burning across that state. Brisbane residents are also suffering with heavy smoke coming down from those fires. It's really affecting the air quality there. There was also a fire emergency situation near the South Australian town of Port Lincoln. Uh, A really dangerous out-of-control fire was bearing down on that town. It's been contained and is downgraded, but it just underlines exactly how bad this situation is right across the country. Absolutely. A bit of talk around also about whether this situation could have been prevented, whether the risk could have been reduced really is. If you pick up a newspaper today, chances are that's what is very strongly off their front pages. There was quite a bit of discussion, of course, after the Nationals leader and Deputy Prime Minister Michael McCormack yesterday said that the Greens making those links to climate change really isn't helpful. He put it a little bit more strongly than that. Um, But it was Barnaby Joyce's and others' suggestion that more hazard reduction had to be done in those years and months leading up to these conditions that has really sparked a conversation and I think we can expect to hear a bit more about that. Definitely. Moving on from that story now, and since 1952, the ABC has had a live radio broadcast of the Olympic Games, but a statement yesterday brought that tradition to a very abrupt end. The ABC says that it won't produce that broadcast uh, from Tokyo because of budget cuts. Um, Also, it says, though, that there are other ways for people to access coverage from the Games and that things are changing. So uh, what people really pointed to was uh, the ABC potentially putting the screws on uh, the government given their budget has been cut uh, in recent uh, times. But really, it was the Australian Olympic Committee uh, who said that they're going to go and take it uh, to the top. They want to talk to Ida Buttrose, the chair uh, of the ABC, about having that decision reversed. It's an Olympic year next year. And as you said, that's in Tokyo. 
In Hong Kong, a 21-year-old man was taken to hospital for surgery and remains in a critical condition after being shot in the chest at close range yesterday. The footage of that, there's a link in the email if you want to have a look at it. It really is quite terrifying. Some of the most violent scenes in Hong Kong's 24-week-long protests were seen yesterday as a result of the anger that was stirred up because of that shooting uh, a bit later yesterday. A pro-Beijing supporter um, actually was set on fire by a crowd of demonstrators. It really is getting to a point where Carrie Lam has been put under a lot of pressure to try and bring the temperature down there. But uh, she says that if protesters think that this escalation is going to make the government change its mind on acceding to any of their demands, they're wrong. Yeah, that video is quite graphic. A bit, a bit of a warning if you are going to click on that. Nikki Haley is the former US ambassador to the United Nations. She's close to US President Donald Trump and has been spoken about as his potential successor. Her latest book titled With All Due Respect has caused some waves, safe to say. The extraordinary story that has really drawn a lot of focus from uh, press in the US is that former White House Chief of Staff John Kelly and the former Secretary of State Rex Tillotson actually sidled up to her to ask her to help them to undermine the president so that they could keep the country safe. It's actually quite an extraordinary situation when mm. uh, people are talking about subverting the will of an elected president. From US politics to one of the largest corruption scandals in the world, we're talking about 1MDB. If you have no idea what we're talking about, I certainly don't blame you, neither did I, until we did a squeeze (laughs) shortcut on it a few months back. Highly recommend having a listen to that shortcut. It is a big story. It involves the former Prime Minister of Malaysia, Rajib Nazak, who's accused of stealing millions from a state fund known as 1MDB, that fund he co-founded in 2009. Where's this investigation up to, Claire? Lots of grinding through their legal system and Najib is going through a series of trials to answer charges of money laundering and uh, abuse of power on those um, accusations. One of the trials, though, he has been asked to defend himself. That trial relates to a smaller amount of money that was taken from that state and put directly into Najib's personal account. We're talking about almost $15 million. But the bigger uh, trial, which is also ongoing, uh, relates to about $800 million taken from that fund and gone to the Najib family. So it's a big lot of money. Don't get Claire started. She could talk about this all day. We might move on. (laughs) The intersection of Malaysian politics is just too tempting. A message now from StartCon, Australia's largest startup and growth conference. StartCon is partnering with The Squeeze to give away five free tickets to the event. So if you're an entrepreneur, a corporate innovator, working at a startup, or even if you have a business idea that you've been mulling over that you want to get cracking on, all you need to do is click the link provided in your episode notes or in the Squeeze Today email and complete five easy questions to go in the draw. The event is in Sydney on Friday the 22nd and Saturday the 23rd of November. They're really wanting to attract entrepreneurs from all walks walks of life and with a variety of business ideas. Got to be in it to win it. The competition closes this Sunday, the 17th of November at midnight. Getting quick, the winner will be notified via email by Monday, November 18. And you know what can be annoying? Not being able to find a PowerPoint when you really just need to charge 
your phone. Not a problem in one specific house in the UK. (laughs) It really isn't. Check out the link in the email today to a home listing. It's quite an expensive home. One of the features that have been highlighted uh, and has seen it come across the sea to countries like Australia to have a look at are the exorbitant number of PowerPoints in this home. It really is worth a look. How many many are there? Oh, like Hundreds. hundreds. Yeah. Like there's walls of just PowerPoint in random sort of placements. It's it's quite an extraordinary one. I like how they flipped it on its head and turned that into a real positive. Yeah, that's, that's right. the only way to go. Classic real estate agent. Yes. You've got to, got to be a glass half full on these things. And the email subject line today. Well, on that, I've gone for MGMT Electric Feel. Do you remember that song from a little oh, while nice. ago? Yeah. Uh, I've got the lyric from that, um, shock me like an electric eel. It really is quite a shock to see all those PowerPoints. Let's hope it's not a shocking yeah. day in New South Wales and other centres where fires are a threat. Yeah, sitting here looking out the window, this, the sky looks different and we can definitely smell smoke, can't we? Mm, Very smoky. Thank you for listening to the Squeeze Today podcast. As Claire said, stay safe and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.